Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about kindness and marriage. Ooh, I like that. Okay, let's talk about why did we decide to choose this topic? You know what? I brought this up because I have seen a lot, especially on TV and even in our personal life, I have seen um, spouses or partners, just couples, not treating each other with um, kindness and respect that I feel like um, is deserved in a relationship. Especially on TV. On TV, oh. it's all about, you know, putting each other down and things like that. Yeah. So you decided to do some research. You you did all the research on this one. I, yeah, I was pretty passionate about this. In fact, I came to you and I said, I know our next episode. And you were like, what? And I said, talking kindly. And I think people... First thing that came to my mind was, oh, do I need to change some things? You uh, talk very kindly to me. Oh, well, thank you, honey. You do. I, I feel like we're, we, we are pretty good at this. I, I think so, too. But I, mean, I, we, I was we, just thinking, what can I do to improve? Yeah. We never, we never want to come across on these episodes like we're the experts because we're not. In fact, that's why we do this podcast, because we're in the trenches with everybody, right? Like, we're, we're learning and growing. But this is something that I think we do pretty well with. Like, we have never, in 10 years of marriage, we've never called each other a name. Um, I might have said, oh, you're so stubborn. You know, and you've, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. probably said that about me more than oh, yeah. once. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I did. <laughs> but but it was a it was a good refresher to to study what uh, what kindness really is and why it has such an effect on marriage. Yes, it does have quite an effect. I was surprised. Right. Yeah. No. It's I I I think that people don't give it the um, it's powerful. Being kind to each other is powerful in a relationship. Oh, yeah, very, very much so. So let's dive right in. Why is kindness so important in marriage? We found a couple articles. You can go to our blog and check out the links on these articles. They're really good articles on kindness. Yes. So the first one, first, we found this article that listed three reasons um, why kindness is so important. And the first one says it keeps you together. Yeah, they found that the biggest predictor of successful marriages or relationships was kindness. Yeah. More than money or sex, kindness. Yeah. Kindness was the number one factor that kept that. It, they said it was a predictor of satisfaction and stability in yeah. the marriage. Isn't that, I mean, it makes sense to me, but I don't think I ever would have thought that. Like if I, how often would you just say when someone asked you, what would be the number one satisfaction predictor in a relationship? I don't, I never think of kindness as being the number one thing, but it, it was in the study that they did. It, it was the number one thing and it makes sense. So, so why is that? Um, well, because kindness makes you feel cared for and loved and validated. I think it, 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 it makes you feel all those things. Well, and those are essential things that you need in marriage. You want to feel valuable. You want to feel understood and cared for, all those things. Understood. That's a big one. That's a big one. Now, there's a fine line between being 
um, patronized, <laughs> right? Yes, feeling, yes, yes. Feeling patronized and being and and having someone be kind to you. I feel like there is a fine line. Like, oh, are you just saying that, you know, to appease me? Or are you really so being what hung? if I am? You know what? <laughs> that is true. Just don't make it seem like you just are. Just don't make it seem like you are. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. Just pre pretend. No, just because you're kind to each other or couples that are kind to, doesn't mean that you don't argue. No, no. I mean. And some people equate the two. Oh, that means that you're just passive. You're just going to do whatever. No, it means you're just milk toast, right? You're, you're yeah. just, no, that's not the case. Well, as we can clearly we testify, can to, testify that. to that, we don't agree on everything. <laughs> what? Um, we have arguments. We do. I feel like the longer we're together, the as the years go by, we are we're pretty good at arguing now. Like we, meaning we know how to do it where we don't hurt each other's feelings, where it's, it's more of a discussion than a, do you know what I mean? I it's feel like almost like the, uh, the discussion is in the middle of us and we're both discussing it or the issues in the middle and we're both discussing the issue instead of each right. other. And it does get, I mean, we can get heated, heated. I mean, we never raise our voices or anything like that, but oh, passionate, that. we get passionate, passionate. There you go. Right. We get passionate about our own stance in our argument, but we never, and this is where kindness comes in. You can argue and be passionate about your position. Even it's a, even it's a, if it's in a disagreement with your spouse, but don't call each other names. Right. Give each other the consideration of at least letting the other talk. Right. And listening. But it doesn't mean that you're not going, that you're absolutely going to agree with everything that your spouse says. Right. So, yeah, you can, and it says in this article, you can either throw spears at your partner or you can explain why you were upset. No, we have a great example of this. You're welcome. For, uh, for, yeah. Page, <laughs> page is the example here. <laughs> for getting upset. You're welcome. So. I wasn't, you were getting No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah. yes. You're right. So we had our carpet replaced in our 30-year-old house, original carpet. It was really bad. So It was nasty. It was, it was really bad. So that means we had to move all the furniture in that part of the house completely. It's like moving without moving. Yes, you, we had the entire upstairs, every single bedroom, we had to empty out. Paige went to go watch the grandkids at the beginning of this process, meaning we'd moved one set of rooms, Paige left, and there was no new carpet down. And then when Paige came back, all the carpets back, all the rooms were put back into place, except for the worst part, all the books in the bookshelf. Yeah, you, you had... You had so wonderfully put back all the big main things and I was so happy but oh and your closet too I wasn't able closet, to do your yes. clothes now when we go on a trip I always leave the house spotless right yeah because you want to come back to a spotless house yes I want to come back because every time we come back from a trip we're tired we have to unpack the car I don't want to come back to a messy house well all right so you didn't leave the house spotless this time. No, because it was a disaster. <laughs> it was a total disaster. It was a total disaster. So when we came back from our trip, you know, long car ride, we're exhausted. She got to see the carpet and all the hard work that we did to get it all put into place. Yes. And she was grumpy. I was grumpy. 
I was grumpy because I'm looking at everything that still has to be done. I was not upset with you. In fact, it was just the opposite. I was so grateful that you had done so much while I had gone. You had, you had done a lot. Um, but I was grumpy because I was just like, oh my gosh, there's so much that still has to be done. And, and you thought for a moment that I was upset. I did. I thought, why are you upset at me? That's what was going through my head. Why are you upset with me? I've done all this stuff. I didn't do everything because I don't know what to do with this other stuff. Right. And then she said, before I said anything, she goes, I am so sorry. I'm so grumpy because there's so much more I have to do. Thank you for doing everything that you've done. Boom. There's kindness right there. Well, and I said to you, I said, I really want you to know that I'm not, this is, this grumpiness is not towards you at all. I'm sorry that I'm grumpy right now. I'm really trying not to be. I wanted to pick her up and throw her in the pool. (laughs) That would have been bad. That would have been really bad. but. But I wanted you to know that this is not directed towards you at all. But I still... I still need a minute to be able to feel grumpy about this. And it was great because now I was like, okay, I understand she's tired. There's still more work to do. Yes. And so that's a, that's a great example of kindness, even though you weren't happy. No, I wasn't. So, I was, and it's, and you need to be able to express how you're feeling, but you could do it in a kind way. Right. I mean, yeah, our lives are not perfect. There are going to be times we, we need to be able to express our frustrations and our you know, grumpiness sometimes. Otherwise, if you hold it all in, one day you explode. Yes, and that's not pretty. That's not pretty. Okay, let's talk about the second thing. The second thing here is kindness builds trust. How so? Well, so once again, they did another survey in this article that we read, and it said that kindness is the number one trait that people look for in a person. Now, this is not just, oh, I, I interviewed some neighbors. This was 400,000 single people. 400,000. That's a lot of people. It is. And this is different than they said that it's, right? We already said it's the predictor of satisfaction and stability in a marriage. Now, it's for single people. It's the number one trait that people are looking for. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Another thing I wouldn't have thought of, but that just goes to show you the powerful concept of being kind to each other not just when you're dating not when you're first dating but, but to continue always, yeah. that kindness anyway and and they also said watching your partner show kindness to other people yes is a big it makes you feel like you can trust them now so that that building of trust meaning oh if i say something to them that might be hurtful not meaning to be hurtful but i'm expressing my feelings and they reciprocate with kindness maybe disagreeing, but, but in a kind way, I can, it's a trustful situation. I know I can take things to them when I'm feeling bad. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, what else you can trust your partner? Oh yeah. You can trust that when you're in an argument, they're not going to, your partner's not going to hit you below the belt. Like bring up things from 10 years ago or. Or call you a name or, yeah. Or throw things at you. Don't do that. Don't do any of those things. <laughs> so those are all bad things. Those are all bad things. But so, yeah, that's how it builds trust. The kindness builds trust in your relationship. So Okay, that's the awesome. third one. Help get your needs met. Now, this to me is the biggest. This is kind of counterintuitive to me, though. Why? How am I getting my needs met? My my needs met by being kind. 
Well, because when someone is being kind to you, right, you're being kind back. It's it's just this, it's this reciprocity. Yeah. It's okay. this give and take, this give and take. Well, and also if I'm being kind to you, I'm trying to find out what you need. Yes. Right. And in right. return, you're going to find out what I need. Right. So really, well, that's an interesting thing because they say kindness breeds openness and communication, meaning right. what can I do to help you or tell me what you really want. Right. Um, and that could be a big deal. Well, and it says when you are, when you are kind, you take the time to address your partner's needs. Right. Yeah. Like, Hey, what's going on? How can I help with that? I like how they said time. Yeah. Time is a key aspect there. Yep. So that's how you get your needs met because you're being kind and they're like, wow, they're being so kind. I want to be kind back. And I also want to do something nice for, right? I want to help. I want to, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a great circle to be in. Um, so is that, is that what kindness really is, is meeting the needs of the people around you or the person that you're trying to be kind to? I think that's a big, huge part. That's a big, huge part. That could be really hard for men to understand what their wives really need, though. It, it is. Right. I mean, it's a big guessing game a lot of times. We've done pretty good with that because you're pretty open. You say, Darren, I need this. Right. You know, in, in a kind way, right? Yes. I say, Instead Darren, of saying, here, here's my Amazon list. I need this. Yeah. <laughs> That's very <laughs> true. <laughs> but no, it says on here that your relationship is deepened. When you put your partner first. Not the so, kids first. So I this think is a big problem. This is, and especially in blended families, this is a huge problem. Yeah. Cause I've read in all the blended family, you know, the, the Facebook groups and things, a lot of people are saying, well, my kids are first and then my spouse. Yes. That's backwards. It is. It's, it's way more challenging in a blended family to do that because you feel like your kids need you and you're their advocate, right? Like, so, and then you're throwing them into this new life and new relationship with a step person. And for yeah. all you parents out there that are going through this, remember your kids grow up and leave. They do. And they do. If, if you can build that strong relationship with your spouse, that can go on for a long time and your kids will see that kindness. Right. And you can actually help your kids more through that kindness that you have with your spouse. Right. So. But yeah, putting your, I, I really like how that says that your relationship is deepened when you put your partner first. So let me meet your needs. And then what is that going to want? What are you going to want to meet your needs? Right. Now that doesn't know. It doesn't happen overnight. Right. If you sit there and go, well, I've been nice to him for three days now and he <laughs> hasn't done anything back. It is a process. If you are not in that kind of relationship, that is going to take some time to get something back, but don't give up. Okay, so we also read another article called the Seven Day Kindness Challenge. This was really funny. Um, it was a couple that they weren't really kind to each other. They've been married for 10 years and they felt like they had lost... The spark. That spark, as a lot of times you do, right? We, You can't um, physically or emotionally keep up the sparks of when you're dating and when you're first married, well, right? thank goodness. It's, it's we exhausting. hardly got any sleep at all. 
<laughs> so it does have to fade just for preservation purposes. <laughs> um, but no, they felt like they had really lost that spark and weren't putting each other first and they were in fact, not being they, kind. They talked to they they looked at several different books on romance and sex and relationship building and all this. And finally they came across a seven day challenge. Yes. They were even seeing um, a therapist. They were seeing right. a marriage therapist. They were doing everything to try and get this emotional connection back. And yeah, you're right. They came across this challenge. So they started it on a date night. It was really fascinating to read. You guys should read the article. Uh, they started on a date night and they decided we're just going to bring back the basics of kindness. Yep. Listening, admiring, and respecting each other. Yeah. So you look very beautiful today. Oh, why, thank you for telling me that I look beautiful. I feel like a Chippendale cartoon. <laughs> no, you first. No, you first. <laughs> but And that's kind of how they said it was. Like it was, it was this back and forth, you know, um, oh, well... How is your food? Well, my food's good. How is your food? Well, it's really good. I love the way you eat that food. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go overboard. <laughs> Let's not go overboard. But they were just being kind. Right. And, that, and they said it was a little awkward at first. Yes. Be, and you know that saying, familiarity breeds contempt, uh, can be very true. And I think in this relationship with these, this couple, that is what had happened. They turned the second day into spontaneity. Yep. Right. They did something outside of the ordinary. They woke up really early in the morning and watched the sunrise. Now, I suggested this with Paige. <laughs> oh, you look at that, that stare. I got that this death stare. <laughs> no. I'm up every morning before the sun, honey. Hey, when we were on our honeymoon, we watched the sunrise in Hawaii. Mm, yes, we did. Because of the time change. Because <laughs> of the time change. We were three hours. We went swimming at 4 a.m. in the morning that time, too. So it has happened. It has. But it was fascinating listening to their story. She started getting butterflies in her stomach again. She did. She, in fact, she said on the way back from that, ver that date where they were so kind to each other and complimentary and really listened, she had butterflies coming back from that date. And it just continued on into the next day. And isn't that cute? It is. It is pretty cute. It's so cute. The next thing was affirm, affirm, affirm. Thank you for taking me to watch the sunrise, for example. So it was, thank you for all the effort on all the little small things that you do. This has always been one of your big um, priorities is showing gratitude. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have a quote, actually, when you enter our house, right, that says, um, the secret to having it all is knowing that you already do. I think people miss that. They're, they're always looking for more instead yes. of looking and being grateful for what they have and affirming. I love the affirm, affirm, affirm. Yep. Thank you for. Yes. And it, it just, people like, oh, you recognize that. You, you realize that. This, we have not always done perfectly at raising our children, as we know, and as our children, I'm sure, would attest to. But one of the things that I feel like we really have done a good job on is our kids are all really um, thankful and grateful. I mean, even when we make dinner for them, they are all, thank you so much for dinner. It's thank those gratitude you. bucks we did. Yep. Gratitude bucks, I'm telling but you. All of our kids are very good at showing gratitude, and I I, I appreciate think it's that. because we model it. Yes. In fact, when we pray, um, a lot of times I, I say that we're, I'm so grateful for you and 
you providing so well for our family. And I say, I'm grateful for our home. And you know what I mean? It's it, and it, it makes you feel appreciated in the things that you are doing for us. And you do the same for me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Another interesting thing that we saw in this article, first off, this couple didn't make it the seven days. They didn't. They, they lasted, they said four. They lasted four, mm -hmm. but they said it's a time that they will always remember. It helped bring them closer together, which is right. really good. Try it out yourselves. It's a good one. What we also learned in this article, which I thought was really fascinating, you're, you're the one that found it, and it's motivators in yeah. relationships. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right. <laughs> she found that men need sex to feel loved. Yes. And women need to feel loved to have sex. Yeah. That's what I found in this article. And it was, um, the, there was no... Um, it was anonymous, it was of an course. An anonymous. It said anonymous wise man is what yeah. it said. <laughs> But you found that really fascinating. You wanted to bring that up because you found that so fascinating. Yeah, I, I did because I think um, when we're intimate with each other, it tells me that you desire me, you want to be with me. Right. And for you, you want to feel loved and then seal it with intimacy. Right. So it's it's almost... It is very interesting. Almost and the opposite. Yeah. So, yeah. but if I think if you understand that... And with kindness, um, you'll both get your needs get met. Your needs met, and that's what she said in this article right. too. She yep. Says it was incredible. The intimacy was incredible because we were kind to each other. Yes, and, uh, and yeah, they, they got what they needed in yep. in that relationship. And she said that they made a concerted and conscious effort to make each other feel good in every way in their relationship for what those four days for those for four, those four days. days but why not use that in every aspect of your relationship moving forward right right and she said the most magical solution for them losing their sparks wasn't books wasn't therapy it was being kind to each other she said that was the biggest um change for them was just being kind how easy is that it's, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. I love you. I love you too. Thank you for being you. Thank you for saying I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Lemonade Moment of the Week has to do with our number nine, Sam. Sammy boy. Oh, my sweet Sam. On spring break, we had the opportunity to go to my parents' cabin. Thank you, mom and dad, uh, for having the cabin and let us stay there. And we went skiing. And Sam tells a story kind of lame, frankly, that um, some people cut in front of him and stopped and then he fell over. And, and his, his skis crossed. Skis and crossed. And he crashed and broke his collarbone. I was trying to coach him. He says, I was, you know, you've... You have to really say it up. I was doing a double backflip with two and a half twists, and I, I landed and crashed. But he won't say that. I don't get it. No, he won't. And, yeah, it was – it was I, I'd only, we'd only been skiing for like an hour and a half. I'd only done four runs. We get to the bottom of this run, and we had gone to the cabin with some friends. And uh, our friend Jeremy was at the bottom and he was like, yay, so uh, Sam's hurt up there. We were like, how hurt? 
That's yeah, that's us as parents. We're skiing. So I hop in line and I hurry up to the top of the lift and ski down. Um, well, I waited at the bottom because he, uh, our friend had sent ski patrol up there because he said Sam couldn't really get up. He was in pain. And I was like, dang it. So by the time I actually got down to him, he was already gone. And yeah, you were he, in ski patrol. Well, you were in ski patrol. And they said, they thought, the ski patrol thought that it was either dislocated or broken. But he was like, but you know, most of these things just heal on their own. So I was like, okay, well, Sam, you go sit <laughs> over here in the lodge and let's continue skiing. And you were like... Paige, you have to take him to the hospital. I'm well, like, why? I, I, I was going to take him to the hospital. Well, I wanted you to stay and continue skiing with the kids. They needed your guidance and help. And yeah. So anyway, but I was just like, it's just going to heal on its own. It's fine. Oh, no, it wasn't going to heal on its own very easily. It was displaced by about an inch. Yes, it was. It was, it was pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad break. You could even feel it sticking up. It was yeah, just sticking was straight up. It was pretty gross. So he had to have surgery, yep. um, which happened last week. And the that's all lemons. That's all lemons. Poor but the Sammy. lemonade was the outpouring of his friends dropping by, dropping cookies by. Oh, man. I've, lots had, of I've cookies. had so many cookies. Thank you to everyone. And and just the outpouring of kindness that everyone showed towards Sam. I yeah. didn't know he had so many friends. Um, was was awesome. So it's good to feel um, cared for, I it guess. Is. And Sam got to feel a lot of that this week. He did. And he's recovering nicely. We got to... Take, take the, the bandage, bandage off today to see his little Frankenstein uh, battle was, scars. Battle scars. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a great patient. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at whereselimonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And but most of all. Go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm-hmm.